and welcome to this week's episode of Shitty Christians. <laughs> I, I was just about to say, you know, I was actually about to say Shitty Pod. Uh, well, I mean, it's still true. Yeah, it's still true. Yeah. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Shitty Pod. Yeah. I'm your host, Zachary Allard. And I'm Michael Tabor. And Michael, we've been we've been on a sojourn. Yeah, uh, cavorting across this great nation, as it were. You um, know, I just decided I was tired of the nanny state lib <laughs> bullshit of California, and I wanted to breathe the free air of red America. That's right, baby. Uh, yeah, so we went to Florida. Florida! <laughs> we went to Orlando. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> that was a town <laughs> oh yes it was yeah uh, for context for our dear listeners no, no context we were just partying in orlando feverishly uh messaging us all hours of the day and night yep. demanding yes. the podcast from us uh <laughs> we were unfortunately delayed uh for a very good reason which is yes. that both zach and i got to travel uh to florida to celebrate my brother's wedding it was a beautiful, touching experience. It is always a joy to uh, introduce a new member to the family, by which, of course, I mean the Shitty Pod family. <laughs> uh, but no, it was great. We got to go out there. This was my first time flying since COVID. Wait, are you serious? Yeah, this is it. I have flown a lot during COVID. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some are calling me patient zero. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, just hanging out at meat markets and labs <laughs> of dubious origin. Yeah. Me, at, me at Fort Detrick. Yeah. Uh, typhoid Zachary. Um, but yeah, so it was it was it was the first time I'd seen my immediate family yeah. since COVID. Holy uh, shit! So it was really great to see everyone. Obviously, no better chance than uh, time to do that than to welcome a new new member into the family. Absolute delight. Yeah. couldn't have been a better experience. I got to officiate. That was really cool. It. I and and Michael's not going to brag on himself, which is good because he fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> because I have no reason to. That's right. He was embarrassed. Everyone was ashamed for him. He yeah. flubbed the bride's name. <laughs> And the groups. <laughs> it's your brother, man. <laughs> they have simple names. You know, normally when uh, you're officiating and people are like crying in the mm, crowd at a yeah. wedding, that's a good thing. <laughs> that means you've like uh, entered into like a, a solemn yes. and emotional space that really connects mm -hmm. with people. Not so much in this case. No, this was not a dry eye because because Michael shit himself in front <laughs> yeah. of everyone. I think it was really the slurs that did it. <laughs> I, you know, I, they just were not artfully deployed the <laughs> yeah. way we tend to on this podcast. That's right. That's right. No, Michael did a great job. People were crying. He was up there quoting like Marilyn Robinson about love. It was great. Hey, if you if you're inviting me to officiate a wedding, it's going to be on brand. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can only apologize it, for so much. It, it, you know, it, the the rap breakdown in the middle I thought was tasteful. Thank you. Yes, yeah. uh, I I appreciated it when um. Chingy came out for <laughs> yeah. his feature spot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was it was a shame we couldn't get Mr. Worldwide, uh, but you know Chingy happy you know stepped up to the plate. Really appreciated it. Uh, <laughs> I don't have another comeback. For that. <laughs> uh, but it was it was a wonderful. Time. It was an absolute delight. Nothing but uh, yeah. joy and love to share about that. Uh, on the other hand. Wait, what do you mean? Where are we going with this? Uh, being in Florida oh, as well, somebody yeah. oh, who uh, has tried to be, mm -hmm. you know, COVID conscious yeah. across my life was a heck of an experience. Not the wedding or any of the things no, no, directly no, the around that, but just existing in the state of Florida. My favorite thing was I saw a sign uh -huh. that said, uh, no need to wear a mask unless you're vaccinated. Which is just like no, no, no. It was, it was. Uh, please wear a mask oh, yeah. unless you're vaccinated. Sorry, okay. Please wear a mask unless you're vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Which you know, I feel like doesn't isn't that effective given that people who already don't care about the vaccine don't care about masks. Yeah. Uh, not caring about masks was uh, something that I experienced a lot there. Uh, <laughs> at one point, I was in a Publix, yes. which uh, Floridians are evidently quite proud Fucking of. Fucking obsessed with. Uh, <laughs> and let me tell you. Uh, as somebody who worked as an yes. essential worker in the food mm. service industry and spent a lot of time uh, trying to navigate that safely and spent a lot of time, you know, treating myself as like, hey, you are at risk because you're doing this job and mm -hmm. this work and you need to be careful about the people you expose yourself to because you're pretty much always at risk of exposure. Uh, Florida just don't give a fuck. Just do not care. <laughs> just like indoors, outdoors, however many people, it literally does not Ron matter. Ron DeSantis spits in every Floridian's mouth every day. It was day. weird that he was at the airport <laughs> welcoming us with, you know... Dude, that airport. A, oh, God. Oh, my gosh. Like, I... 
I was in line for like over 30 minutes just to get to the TSA and you were there longer. Oh, I had, we almost missed our flight on the way back uh, because we got there a mere hour and a half early oh, and spent yes. every minute of that. At one point, we walked up to the security mm. labyrinth and yes. it was entirely full, uh, you know, waiting to go through the TSA mm. checkpoint. And we arrive at the back of it and there's a, a worker standing there and they go back of the line, please. And I look and there are a couple hundred yards, not just single file, but a couple hundred yards of like groups of people back beyond that. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh. Okay. Um, it, it, and it was like, I am going to do something I've never done before. I'm going to praise LAX. I know this is a, <laughs> for our middle of the country listeners, this is a little coast, some coastal shit, but LAX is a terrible airport, but, oh, appara yeah. but apparently also not. This It blew my mind because LAX is legendarily bad. They are oh, yeah. constantly in states of flux and construction that will yep. not solve the problems of yep. needing 10 million people. I had a laptop stolen at LAX. The cops found the guy in the footage and we're like, well, yeah. all we can do is go look for him. And But then he got on a plane and they're like, well, he's gone. Yep. Goodbye. Cool. Yeah. Like, I... I, the only thing I regret about that now is going to the police. <laughs> yeah, yeah. True that. True that. Uh, but yeah, absolutely wild experience. I will say, before we get into yes. where we're going with this, yes. you have to say one of the best parts of this wedding was the rarely seen sighting of Vacation Zach. Okay. Context here is important. <laughs> before you get into the details yeah. of Vacation Zach, I don't really drink much. No. Like, at home? I never drink at home. Yeah. It never even occurred to me. Yeah, it's not it's not something you enjoy. Yeah, I go out to bar. I live in LA. I've actually spent a fair amount of time, uh, especially at outdoor bars with COVID. Like mm -hmm. I am out and about in the city in drinking situations. I don't even drink half the time there. Yeah, it's expensive. I don't enjoy it that much. It's it's just I don't need it as a social lubricant because I'm already annoying. Yeah, yeah, you were already at that like four drinks and yeah. kind of you know being obnoxious yeah, this uh, is, level. This is me sober. Yeah, on this pod. that's <laughs> yeah. what's fucked up. Yeah, Michael, listeners understand. Michael does three shots just to get to my level every morning. <laughs> but what happened to vacation? Oh, so it's just and so it's just this beautiful thing that I don't get to see a lot, which is like Zach at the cocktail <laughs> cocktail hour before the dinner, pounding four drinks before dinner, where wine is served with every course. <laughs> No one told me there would be new wine every course that I had to finish. Oh, it was, there was incredible. Like, this very charming waiter who would like come by with a bottle when you were finished and be like, eh? eh? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, it was uh it was such a beautiful, <laughs> rarely seen thing of the tipsy Zach just holding court, having a great time. One of my favorite Zachs. Uh signing uh get well soon on the wedding <laughs> portrait that we were all supposed to write heartfelt messages <laughs> on. <laughs> What can I say? <laughs> I hope they get better. <laughs> Just an absolute delight. Uh, but being in Florida and recognizing that, uh, wow, uh, people truly just don't give a fuck about COVID. Do not uh, care. Which sort of brings us to our larger point, which is like, guys, COVID is still happening? I am going, this is this is our segue. Yeah. 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 I have been going insane. Yeah. Because every night before I go to bed, especially in the West Coast, I click on the old Phelan New York Times, mm -hmm. not to read an article. I'm not an idiot. Would never do that. Come on. Um, but I just want to see the reported numbers mm -hmm. for uh, for COVID. And we were hitting about 100,000 a day. Yeah. And mm -hmm. over 1,000 deaths. There have been over 1,000 deaths, basically, most days this year. Oh, yeah. And more people are about to die of COVID this year than died last year when Trump was, quote, fucking it up. Yes. And I... I don't know. I'm going insane because no one's talking about it. It it was really wild to be in that space and just see present what I yes. feel in the world yes. every day, which is just like, we have just decided to move on from this yep. being a thing, mm -hmm. despite the fact that everyone's grandma is still dying. Yeah. Like 9-11 every couple days. Yeah. Every three days we are doing yep. a 9-11, and that is just the new normal in our country that we have all decided is acceptable and i don't mean that we've decided yeah, yeah, i mean yeah. that we are all powerless to change of course. we just have to function in mm. uh but it's just like yeah i'm going crazy i feel crazy uh and and i think it's the like you know and then those numbers the cdc which you know take it for what you will but have said it's probably 1.3 is the actual number it's the yeah, reported yeah. number so like really it's like 130,000 people a day right it's like 1400 a day dying and like that's crazy, right? Uh, tragedies are happening every month. 100,000 mm -hmm. Americans, not 100,000 Americans. Every few months, 100,000 Americans die. And we're just like, well. You know. Uh, 
Like, why are we not doing anything about this? Why are we not rioting? Why are we doing less than we did last year under Trump? How was Biden's plan to give the Trump vaccine to people and be like, ah, what can you do? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to have some ice cream. Uh, (laughs) Just in terms of like truly demented takes. And to be be clear, guys, because we have been cavorting across the globe, today is going to be a leftovers episode. It's going to be all the things that have been in our brain that we've already been like obsessing about without going and doing, you know, the uh, mediocre research that I already do for this (laughs) podcast. Hey, hey, hey. Subpar. I promise you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I promise we'll get back to evangelical shenanigans soon, but this is really just going to be a blast of Zach and Michael brain. So if you're ever like, oh, I, I cannot deal with these people going insane in a, in a mic for 45 minutes to an hour, we understand. We understand. But no, that's what- hey, you understand. Yeah. <laughs> I have never. You need to turn listen to this twice. Yeah, yeah. Zach says, turn it down to half speed so you can spend more time with us oh, and then listen to nice. it twice. Uh but yeah, to get back yes. on topic, seeing some truly demented takes coming from the Dems as they're yes. like, you know what's amazing about Thanksgiving this year? We only have 2 million Americans on unemployment instead of 20. Oh, yes. It's like, yeah, because you kicked everyone off unemployment. I, I love that, like, we got rid of unemployment. So they're basically like, everyone got a good job. It's like, no, they just don't have any money now. Yeah, they're yeah. just dying. Those people are just on the streets and thus invisible to you. You fucks. You insane fucks. You like absolute monsters it blow it, it, it this is not my idea but somebody you know very trenchantly pointed out that like yes this is like being like hey we don't have a food shortage because everyone died of famine <laughs> like yeah I, I i can't get over it and and you know seeing how how much people just choose to be like oh what are you afraid like uh my partner was in Bro. an uber at one point Bro. with a guy in a confederate flag being like oh you're from california welcome to the land of the free and talking <laughs> what about what does he think california is i really wonder i uh i i i would be curious i, I want to live in that california <laughs> yeah, that, that is that california is a gay orgy wonderland of free health care that's right baby uh, a socialist uh paradise slash hellscape in equal turns um, but uh, but anyway, she was in this, this Uber. yeah, and he was just like, Oh, what are you guys scared of the virus? Oh, oh, you don't need to wear a mask if you don't want to. And it's like, Guys, like, it's such a small thing. Why are we arguing about it? I've never felt more lib brained than oh, when I'm like in the, in Florida being like, Guys, can we all just put on a mask? It would, it would help. And and then, too, like libs being like, Well, it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated now. That is the worst part. So, I was talking about this the other day, and so I was like, talking about how I'm going insane because yeah. I try to be normal at social events and, la- <laughs> <laughs> and it lasts for about five minutes before I'm like, Joe Biden is Donald Trump. Yes. And, and all the Hollywood libs love that uh-huh, when, I, uh-huh. when I do that. Uh, but I'm trying to talk about like, this is worse than it's ever been. Yeah. It's not going away. And a new variant just emerged in Southern so, Africa uh-huh. and it's all bad. Mm-hmm. And then they like to be like, well, it's the unvaccinated, right? I'm like unvaccinated people shouldn't die. Right? Yeah. Like, they're idiots. They should get the vax. I know that. Of yeah. course. No one hates people more than me. Of course. Always. <laughs> but, oh, my God, they don't deserve to die. Like, yeah. we should be doing systemic things from the top down to fix this. To protect people uh, who have been propagandized and yes. lied to and Facebook memed into making decisions that are actively antagonistic to their continued survival. Like, we need to do things to help people, but instead we do what we always do, what neoliberals always do, yep. which is just exist in judgment and yep. feel superior over people who are suffering. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think that's why we are not going to get all the way to this. They don't care about, like, uh, you know, the, the oxy-crisis, you know, the oh, opiates. Because yeah. I think they, because it's, you know, a bunch of poor white and black folks, and they just are like, well, they shouldn't have taken the pill. Mm-hmm. You know, I think in general, libs don't give a shit. Libs, libs believe uh, as strongly, if not more so, than conservatives in like the moral. Yes. Uh, like if you were suffering in this life, that is a moral mm. failing. Yes. And, like, and the truth is, like people are making bad decisions. There's certainly people who, but like, yeah, we're get so, the shot. Yeah. I've had 17 shots. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am booster to. to I, I've been lying. I'm getting a booster every other day. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Good for you, man. Thanks, man. Your skin. On fire, oh, literally, yeah. literally. On fire. On fire. <laughs> no, but like, I believe in the shot, but also like, it's not the masses' fault 
that they have been lied to about it mm-hmm. by people who all got the shot. The Republican Party is like, oh, oh yeah. don't get the shot. They're all shot up. Ted Cruz is the first guy to get it, basically. Tucker Carlson, but yeah, vaxxed, vaxxed uh, up the wazoo as he is spreading his anti-vax conspiracies all over. And so those people deserve to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the, like, I, like this little tiny, not actually off topic, but that's one of the beauties of leftist thought. It's the only... Thing. It's, it's something that, like, um, I'm not the first person to say this. Amber from Chapo has actually been really good about this. But, like, I believe the worst person in this country deserves health care. Like, the neo-Nazis deserve health care. That's not controversial. And it shouldn't be. They just do. And similarly, all your dumb Republican uncles who didn't get the shot shouldn't die from COVID. Yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, if being stupid is a death sentence, then we're done. So I would really, really like for stupidity to not be the standard for being fucking dead. That that would be helpful for me. Uh, and I do want to say too, like when we have this conversation on the level of like, are you getting vaccinated or not? Right. We're missing uh, some of the larger issues of like, why are we seeing new variants pop up yeah. everywhere? Oh, be- well, it's because the people that are making the vaccines patented them and refused right. to release those patents. And there was a movement for a while and Biden could have unilaterally decided <laughs> yeah. to be like, no, fuck you. The only way we get better is if we get this yeah. in as many people's hands as possible. But instead we have become content to allow, oh, they're donating some shots, yeah. but they are still profiting to absurd levels and And we paid for the shot to be developed yeah we did all the research Ah. (laughs) i'm going insane but like yes like only because america's decided it's acceptable to have a privatized Mm. vaccine that for profit yeah and and these healthcare companies are totally they want an endemic virus that is the thing that they desire more than anything else the pain and suffering the mass death none of that matters to them as long as they get to hold on to this ring that will allow them to print money and have us all over the barrel because they know we're going to keep needing more shots because they want the variants to spread and that's what i would say to to anyone with vaccine hesitancy uh a lot of that can stem you know some of it just stems from totally absurd propaganda but a lot of the more legitimate concerns stem from the fact that healthcare companies are evil and you're right so don't play into their hand by like choosing to not get vaccinated when you have that opportunity and allowing the world that they want where this thing never leaves us and we are constantly dependent on them for updated boosters and new variants Mm. to come to pass like you're right healthcare is evil that's why we need to get rid of this whole for-profit system yeah so get the fucking shot. Yeah, and I think somebody said it well. Like, there's, been, there's a couple points that I think are true, if a little bit obvious. One, the elite are the first people to get the shot. That should tell you it's fine. Uh, first the shot, and then the wall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. First the shot, and then the shots. Yeah. Um, but secondly, it's not that... Here's healthcare companies are usually there's some exceptions to this, but usually evil in that their product works, but you can't buy it, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's not that insulin doesn't work; it's that I can't afford it, yep. right? Like it's that the shot works. They're they're evil and not giving it to everyone everywhere. Yeah, uh, somebody pointed out, I believe it was like hepatitis C. They had such an effective vaccine yeah. that they could have eradicated it, mm-hmm. so they jacked up the prices tens of thousands of dollars specifically because they didn't want to lose that market, like. Because their shit works. Right, yeah. But the problem was it worked too good. It was going to get rid of the problem, and they couldn't have that. Yeah, they want you sick. Yeah. This is ideal. This is what works for them. And the thing is, like, I think that's... I think the thing, the last kind of thing to say about that is, like, that's a very systemic lesson Mm -hmm. about how corporations, capitalism work. Like, for example, the people that even run several, like, many of the people that run this could die from a variant of COVID, right? They, they're all shot it up, of course. But, like, let's say because of their plans for profits that COVID runs, it could kill a certain amount of the leadership of pharma. And they would still do it because the point is individual. We have built a system mm-hmm. that prioritizes profit where even the individuals atop of it can't really fucking do differently yeah. and won't. Because it's not even in, it's not in their best interest, even when it goes against their best interest, because of the way things are set up, and that is our whole system worldwide. And that's why you see people, like you know Obama, for example, like will say things because it doesn't matter. The system is separate in yeah. many ways, even than the people on top. Not that they're not responsible more responsible but they're not singularly responsible yeah yeah even for the people that have that power and control uh whether whether or not it would matter if there were different people in there as long as the system no. uh, exists in this way uh those people are irrelevant i'm not saying people yeah. aren't culpable for no, the evil they take part in yeah, particularly yeah. when they are in positions of control but i'm saying like the system is in fact bigger than any individual yeah. like i want elon musk to uh take a rocket ship that ends poorly <laughs> uh so to speak uh but 
the world doesn't stop yeah. being this desperately bad mm -hmm. with Elon Musk not in it. Like he is actively making it worse. Yeah. Absolutely. But there would be another Elon he Musk. He is a node that would exist. If Elon Musk had never been born, there would be an Elon Musk. Yeah. And I think that is something that like, I remember when I learned that, like really clicked into my brain. Like we haven't, like these, it is the result of a certain amount of individual behaviors, but like the real thing is we have built a machine. Like you mm -hmm. should really view it like an engine, mm -hmm. right? And if you turn on your car and walk away, your car's still running and someone else can drive that car. Yeah. But a car cannot be anything but a car. So you have to dismantle it if, say, you want a boat. Yes, absolutely. I think that that's really trenchantly said. We live in a world of inevitable Elons. Yes. And, and Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, troubling, Sh I know. Shudder, shudder. <laughs> And, and we must seek to uh, <laughs> restructure the very foundations of how we do everything that we may live in a world free of Elons. I mean, honestly, though, and not to be Christian about it, but very briefly to save the soul of the future Elons. Yeah, how dare you try to be Christian on our podcast. <laughs> uh, but, like, really, like, Jeff Bezos is going to hell. We should try to stop that yeah, by taking all his money away. <laughs> it's literally what Jesus said. I know! <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I think we'll leave that there. I think everything we're talking about today mm -hmm. is going to touch on some of those more systemic issues yeah, in various course. ways. Uh, but as we pass the cold turkey around and continue our leftovers <laughs> episode, relive the conversations we had with parents, I did have an opportunity to apologize to my father for uh, the, uh, shall we say, strong terms I used <laughs> in my descriptions of conservative theology. Uh, Wait, you? Yeah, I know. Who, who's to say uh, how that could have happened? <laughs> <laughs> our, li our listeners are just so shocked. I uh, Not because I disagree with the statements I made, but because I did not grant that conversation the nuance and good faith that uh, other members were bringing to the table, uh, <laughs> shall we say. But let's move on to climate change, because this has also been something that has been just eating my brain. Uh, it's... it's uh... <laughs> <laughs> And as a lead-in, let's talk about Obama speaking at the climate conference. Uh, this, uh, I forget what the acronym is for it. See something doesn't, doesn't matter. fucking matter. Basically uh, Davos. Yeah, yeah. It's not Davos, but they're all Davos. Basically Little St. James, but pretending <laughs> to be about climate. Uh, and oh, Obama man. had the audacity to get up and say some words mm -hmm. here. Uh, doing what he does, this is like his whole shtick now, oh, which yeah, is just lecturing everything. the youngs. Yeah. Like, which is real rich, yeah. I gotta say. Real, real fucking rich, and we'll get to why. But he stood up there and he gave a speech basically saying, hey, listen, young people, uh, you want to solve this problem? You want to save this climate? You want to make things better? You need to vote. <laughs> you need to vote like your life depends on it because it does, end quote. <laughs> I wonder who he endorsed in 2020. Couldn't have been Joe Biden because Bernie's the guy that had the Green New Deal. Yeah, it's weird because we had a climate candidate. Right, a guy who fought for a twenty trillion dollar, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, you know, Green New Deal that would have like done a ton. That was the single most ambitious piece of climate legislation. The US yeah, and his activists will tell you even yeah. then wouldn't have been enough, but certainly would have been a far more than what we currently have. Yeah, and, and funny, I just. Man, I feel like Obama didn't endorse that guy. In That's fact, so I think weird. he made a call to get rid of people the other way so he wouldn't win. It's it's weird. Like Obama, like saying, like, "Hey guys, you need to you need to vote to make things better." As he's putting the blackjack with Bernie's blood and little bits of bone fragment back yeah. into his pocket, like after he finished clubbing the climate candidate to death by making his little phone calls to all the other candidates, getting all to drop off yep. at the right time, yep. uh, just completely subverting democracy. Oh, yeah. As as uh, staggeringly an anti-democratic yep. action as anything that Trump did post-election, oh, easily, like uh, just happened to be legal, but yep. nevertheless unfathomably anti-democratic to yeah. then have the audacity to stand on the mm -hmm. national stage the international stage yeah. and say listen guys and not only that negging other forms of yeah, activities yeah. like listen guys hashtags aren't going to be enough inconveniencing people on their way to work with your protests isn't going to do it you have to vote and it's like motherfucker we voted for you zach that's the thing that i think i you know i was at unc chapel hill when obama was running mm -hmm. he came to campus when i was there yep uh, I saw Super Chunk in Arcade Fire. Play, play. <laughs> Super Chunk was rad. Yeah, yeah. It's funny how at the time it was like, hey, Arcade Fire. Now it's like, hey, Super Chunk. 
I will say Super Chunk killed that of fucking course, set. Of course they, were they did. So good. Of course they did. Oh my god. Um, and a local band as well. Yeah, yeah. So that was there was a home. They're all in Chapel Hill. They have a yeah. record label. Back on top. It's right here. We could talk about Super Chunk all day. Yeah. And we no, um, and it was like a huge thing. Yeah. There were like I remember you know I was just a kid but there were like people out there like on the streets peers college students everywhere registering people to vote mm-hmm. at at the end of the Bush era just like really talking about hope and change yeah you know talking about like in 08 people still forget this like ending the wars closing guantanamo giving us health care all the shit that he never did yeah and i think it's like i i take it personally when he tells young people when he's like you guys have to vote it's like we did this mm-hmm. and you were maybe these you have caused more harm to this country democracy and the world than trump times a hundred. Oh yeah you killed a nascent left-leaning movement in the crib yeah you because you could you are the thing that you were asking us to believe in. Yeah. And the audacity to stand up there and demand it of us as you are the failure of that process. Like, yeah. you want people to vote. They voted for you and you did fucking all. Yeah. I, in fact, I would say he didn't even do fucking all. I'd say he stood in the way of actual progress. Oh, yeah. Much more accurately. Yes. He actually got in the way. He destroyed the Democratic Party at any level but beyond the presidency. Like, completely got rid of governorships, local, uh, you know, congressmen but beyond beyond that like local state legislatures they lost hundreds and thousands of seats of that under his terms because of the way he never did fucking anything except culture war he is the complete capitulation it was already on the way but he is the end of the reaganification of democrat the democratic party 100 percent. yeah you can't like the Bush era did so much evil. Oh my god! But there was a real movement to there say was. it's easy to be cynical now about yeah. hope and change. Like yeah. we see now <laughs> what a grift that was. Yeah. But there was a real movement in that moment to be like, no, we need to do better. We need to change things. We need to do differently. Mm. And for the man that like soaked all of that up, yeah. had this grassroots movement, got into office, and then immediately did fucking all and continued all so many yeah. of the crimes. Guantanamo still fucking open today. To this very day. Day. I and the both wars lasted through his entire presidency. Oh yeah. Yeah, he ended nothing. He he droned the shit out of children like He destroyed Libya. We we give we throw that on Hillary and that's fair, but it was on Obama's fucking president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> like Hillary has blood on her hands for sure, but she only was in that position because Obama put her there. Obama destroyed an entire nation with free health care, free housing, and free education. Say what you will about Colonel Gaddafi, I will mostly say good things. Yes. The man, the man, the, you know, for, for my leader. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it was better off before we interfered, empirically. Oh, undeniably. I mean, it, it is warlords at this point. Yeah. And, like, and I think the worst thing he maybe did... Know, there's so many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, let's I, let's not say worse because so many yeah. lives were One lost. One of the worst but things like, he did was like there was a genuine kind of anti-war movement among Democrats, even though too many of them voted for the Iraq War, mm-hmm. as you know, including your current president, Secretary of State, who made him do it, um, and Hillary Clinton for that matter. But there was kind of like I remember in college going to anti-war stuff. Mm-hmm. I remember there being you know, of course, Jeremy Corbyn was like right there the yep. whole time. And I think one of the worst things Obama did. Was basically make Democrats the party of hawks again. Mm-hmm. Smart war. Yep. You know, just like, just just do war, but like uh, with with some more tech. Yeah, more more doctors without borders, hospitals, mm-hmm. and uh, you know more drones, and like that's fine. And more more CIA yeah. shit, like just never ending parade of cruelty. The fact that this man can stand in public yeah. without immediately like being covered in set like. Anywhere Obama goes should be the Game of Thrones shame, shame, <laughs> walking through the streets. And yet he still gets to wear suits and have his fucking Netflix deals. Yeah. And you want to talk about crazy making. Like, you yeah. are the failure. You don't yeah. get to say this is how it works, you fucking psycho. Yeah. Losing my mind. Uh, he said, hilariously, Joe Biden wants to do more. Oh, he actually said even more. Because, you know, Joe yeah, Biden yeah. has done so much on climate. All those drilling auctions yeah. he's been oh, holding. Yeah. Well, really I, good for the I, climate. I hate quoting myself on Twitter. No, wait. I love it. Yeah, Not I was going to say, you. evidence would suggest Zachary. But, like, the media's part in this is maybe the thing to talk about. Mm-hmm. Like, there yeah. was an article in The Nation being like, this Thanksgiving, I'm grateful for a president who believes in science. Picture of Obama. Or picture of Obama. Ha! <laughs> picture of Biden. Just a couple weeks earlier. U.S. auctions off oil and gas drilling leases in Gulf of Mexico after climate talks. Biden administration launching auction of more than 80 million acres of fossil fuel extraction that experts call incredibly reckless. <laughs> <laughs> just just beautiful. I just, I don't know, man. I just, 
I like Trump better for this. At least Trump was like, the climate's fine. We don't give a shit. Woo! Like, I hate that, like, I am being told. In Politico, there was an article about how Democrats are, like, polling badly. Weird. Uh Weird. Weird. So crazy. And... (laughs) <laughs> and uh, in the article, they're like, people seem to think they're not doing anything. <laughs> That's so crazy. <laughs> and then they, I swear to God, this is true. Uh, they say in the next fucking breath, well, like empirically, Democrats are doing a lot. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> As if that's like a fact. Uh-huh. Like, you, we just have to accept that. Uh-huh. Uh, we ended up with the Republican version of the infrastructure bill. Like Manchin earlier in this was yep. saying five trillion. I mean, he was lying, yeah, but yeah, nevertheless, it's... like, and and yet, yes, we are we're supposed to believe. Let's see, uh, the kids are still in cages. Oh yes, the border crisis is only worsened. Oh my god, <laughs> under his watch, uh, no one is getting their Christmas presents on time because yeah. we have not removed the USPS head that is mm. actively trying to dismantle it from the yeah. inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> We're drilling, drilling, yeah. drill, baby, drill. Oh, women are going to prison for uh, having miscarriages. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the Texas abortion law is still on the books. Still on the books. Voting Rights Act is oh yeah dead in the water. Never mm-hmm. gonna happen. Yeah. Um, we're never gonna have uh, a a president that isn't a Republican functionally moving forward. <laughs> and even if we get a president, it won't matter because everything else will be red. Like uh, the ratchet theory is in full effect here. But oh, yeah. yes, Democrats are doing a whole whole lot. I just. In Politico, the, like, center-leaning left magazine. I love that they just said it like it wasn't, like, an editorial thing. Mm-hmm. Just, like, it's a fact. Yeah, like, yeah. in the middle of an article. Literally, they said empirically. Yeah, like. yeah. It's just... I, I, I don't know if it was exactly empirically, but they, they said empirically or objectively. Mm. In either way, it was just, like... Bitch, <laughs> like... The audacity to say that into a nation full of misery. Yeah. Where, like, it's just so staggering to a nation where everywhere is florida is an incredible thing to say it is true and like yeah i've always been a bit of a defender of florida not because i think florida does things well but because i think (laughs) everywhere is florida and it's weird that we single out florida as the representation of that when it's like no this is just america you're just and like California has some things that are better, but here's the thing: you can always drive to a Florida in 40 minutes. We can be in Orange County. Oh yeah, it's Florida. That's Florida, baby. Yeah, we are never a minute. And, and like, let's not pretend LA is better. Like with our sheriff's gangs and our oh, yeah. homelessness being criminalized. Like nowhere is good. No, but everywhere is Florida. <laughs> man yeah that's a real bummer it's a real bummer don't worry we're all going to be underwater soon anyway uh let me let me just finish with this for the obama comments please do please uh because i think it really speaks to the limits of liberal imagination and how we engage with these issues Mm -hmm. he goes we cannot condemn our children and their children (laughs) uh to a future that is beyond their capacity to repair literally already the case for it. Yeah. like th- that is happening right now we are already <laughs> yeah. past the point where we can fix these things yeah. we can just do as best we can not when we have the means the technological innovation and scientific imagination to begin the work of repairing it right now and i think this is the psychotic shit about lib brain is they can mm-hmm. only believe that we can uh uh, professional managerial class our way out of it. Only, yeah. It is only technology that can save us. Nowhere in there does it say we must stop doing these things. Yeah. We must dismantle these companies that are doing so much damage. Like uh, I, I tire very much of the leftist debate between personal responsibility of and course. pointing out systemic things. Both of these things are important. It's not hard. But like, let's not pretend that fixing this problem is just going to be technological innovation. Oh, yeah. Like the handful of companies that do 70% of our emissions, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like, yeah. There's, there's no call for collective action. There's no call for changing there's the no system. There's no call for dismantling the military apparatus that does so much polluting across yeah. the globe. Oh, it's the biggest polluter in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Like, the only thing that Obama mm-hmm. wants to talk about is tech bros saving the world. It is, and this is something that is like a, a big leftist po- Twitter podcast thing, but it is like just like, man... The critique that, like, Obama became president because he wanted to extend his personal brand. Oh, yeah. It's just, like, never truer. It's never truer. Like, the only way this makes sense. Like, it doesn't, like no one buys it that mm-hmm. already hasn't bought it, right? Like, and young people certainly don't buy it. Yeah. Like, like Obama is just black George W. Bush. But, like, the only way it makes sense is if you consider this a part of his Netflix deal, essentially. This is yeah. just, like, part of him doing another podcast with Bruce Springsteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, that's it. That's the only way you can actually interpret these actions is that like, yeah, it, 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 it's good for my brand if I give the occasional speech at like whatever sort of Davos Epstein shit's happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we live in a world where like 
to be a president is just to have a more effective influencer career. Hillary Clinton, very heavy quotation marks, co-wrote a novel. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You were Secretary of State, motherfucker. Have uh -huh. some dignity. Don't do this silly pretend bullshit us in Hollywood do. But that's it. That's all anybody ever wants. They just want a media career. They just want to retire into what people, all the people I hear I know are spending their lives trying to do. And it fucking sucks. And it's the smallest part of the evil they do, but it's annoying. <laughs> the last thing I have to say on that is that it's worth looking up the video of Obama making these remarks. You can mm -hmm. find this on Twitter because all of the young people in the crowd are just looking at him <laughs> with murder in their eyes. And that is the only redeeming part That's of cool. all of this is just like people aren't buying yeah. your bullshit. And it's yeah. not really for us. He's right, lecturing us so that boomers can feel secure yeah. in the fact that we're the problem because we don't vote. Right. But like, but. So I understand that, like, no part of Obama actually wants to change young people's minds. Yeah. He just wants to get points for lecturing us yep. so that other people can feel superior. But nevertheless, it was a little cathartic to watch all of these faces yeah. in the crowd just be like, I would, I would like to uh, spend some time with you in a room with no windows. <laughs> <laughs> Black site? Black site? Yeah. <laughs> it was one of his favorite things, so. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, you, built the, you built this? Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on <laughs> to the next thing that has been melting my brain. Uh, just imagine this, like, getting to be at the Zach and Michael Thanksgiving dinner table <laughs> as we pass food around and uh, just share our collective insanity together. Uh, I found this article in The Intercept, and it was talking about how the IRS has some new tools. Oh, good. Play. Yeah, yeah we talked about that before. We've talked a lot about how, like, you know, it's a damn shame how, like, our Internal Revenue Service can't really go after the ultra-wealthy. Mm. I mean, they say they can't. But, like, right. truthfully, I think, lack the resources to actually fight those battles. Uh, so I appreciate them having new tools. Except, oh, wait. <laughs> this is every beginning of every time we segue. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, a new horror unveils itself before you. Uh, we would be the worst dungeon masters. Uh, like That's if we true. were running a tabletop role playing game, it would just be like, "Hello, level one party. Uh, this is God, and he is angry at you." <laughs> <laughs> we would kill everyone at the beginning of it and be like, "Do you understand the lesson? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What have you learned?" Uh, so this story is about how the IRS is now using a company called Babel Street, which is okay. one of the infinite number of uh, data collection services, mm. to essentially do through purchasing power what they could not legally do otherwise, which is surveil you much more effectively. Mm -hmm. So there's this little thing called the Fourth Amendment. Okay. Uh, it prevents the government from unreasonable search and seizure. Normally, it's, you know, angry constitutionalists talking about it. But it's <laughs> it's this little thing that means that, you know, yes, we know the government can track your location at all times through right. your cell phone. But the Supreme Court decided in 2018, you need a warrant to do that. Now, do they do it without that? Of course of they course. do. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course. We the know time. this. But nevertheless, there are some legal demands that say, no, you can't just go hunting down mm. people's personal information right. for no reason and surveilling them. Uh However, <laughs> we also live in a world where every video game you download on your phone, every mm. Flappy Bird yeah. is gathering all of that information well, and bird. selling it very, all the time. Very current. Very relevant <laughs> reference. I'm cool, damn it. Oh, God. Part of being here for this wedding is just realizing how fucking old I'm getting. That, that was not great. Let's uh, not talk about that. Yeah, let's, let's not talk about how many slang terms I heard that I was just like, yes. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, <laughs> I understand that reference. Bless. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and so they have spent really a very minor amount of money. It was like two different $150,000 contracts that will allow the IRS to sidestep the Fourth Amendment and surveil you much more effectively uh, using all the data that is being gathered by businesses all the time and that they sell back and forth to each other, mm -hmm. like collectible cards. Yeah. Like, yeah. we are just their Pokemans. Don't love that. Don't love it. Uh, and I think people people sort of generally understand this mm -hmm. idea. It exists yeah. in the public consciousness that, like, oh, your cell phone's listening to you. That's why your yeah. Facebook ads are always mm. so. And, like, the mechanics of that are always so poorly understood. But I think maybe people still don't fully understand how every app you use yes. is gathering all of this data mm -hmm. and selling it to everyone else constantly. Like, yes. like it's, it's not just your phone. It's a network of organizations that are doing this. And the IRS has just decided to buy this information. It does seem a little bit like they're still violating the Fourth Amendment. Weird. Weird that. <laughs> Weird that. But it points out this interesting thing, which is, like, 
but corporations already do this. And right. so we're now at the point, you know, we've talked a lot before about how the government and corporations are, are unifying. They're becoming yeah. increasingly one organization. Uh, but now we see Fascism. this weird moment, yeah. this weird moment where the government, the corporations are so much more effective at doing mm. this horrific shit. Yeah. The government is now buying the data off them so that they can do more evil shit. <laughs> and I think, it's probably worth mentioning that this is specifically to go after individuals and small business Of course owners. it is, because they basically gave up on giving the IRS more tools to go after high earners. Yeah, so instead of going after the people that are just not paying taxes yeah. with billions of dollars, and as we've all seen, you know, doubling, tripling their wealth over a pandemic yep. that is bankrupting all of America. Uh, but where is, where is this extra focus happening? Where is this money going? It's going for you. It's going yep. for, like, individuals and small groups of people uh, that is where they're going to feel the pinch. That's where they're going to get this money uh, is, is because you're easy and you're vulnerable and they know yep. that. Yep. Uh, so this is what's happening. And it's interesting to me because, you know, one of my longstanding fascinations is like this early Internet and this kind mm, of utopian yes. vision that existed. Uh, because we're old. <laughs> because because we're we're assholes. Uh, but there was this moment where like the early internet adopters uh, were like very excited about what this meant, and mm. were really excited about how this would reduce government power, yes. and were very concerned about governments trying to step in and control this like free flow of information and ideas and whatever the fuck else. There did not seem to be a similar wariness mm -hmm. for how corporations were going to do that yep. much quicker and much more effectively than the government ever will, to the point where it's now a joke. It's funny how no senator understands Facebook, and so right. they can bring uh, Zuckerberg in and try to hold him to account and ask the stupidest questions about Finster or whatever, because they have no conception. But these early internet uh, pioneers, so to speak, I hate that term, potentially problematic, but if they were the pioneers... I'm not, corporations, you know what? I'm not getting rid of a pioneer. You know, people know what it means. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> uh, corporations were the colonizers. They yeah. were the ones that came totally. in and like uh, owned that landscape. And they did this all with so much freedom that we still don't fully conceive of just how completely they own us through our devices yeah. and our portals. Um, to word, yeah. Yeah, I mean, True Anon has been doing incredible reporting on this in the last six months in yeah. general. So like, I'm going to point you to them for like a lot of the bigger thoughts. On this. Mm -hmm. But by the way, it wasn't the thing I want to bring up. It wasn't just like early internet. It was as recent as like when I was in graduate school when like the Green Revolution happened and things like that and then very heavy quotation marks. People were like, Twitter. Twitter's gonna free us all. Yeah, yeah. Look yeah. at the Arab world. And that's not me saying that, but like they really were. They're like, yeah. look at the Arab world, they're gonna be free. Immediately tyranny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. like also found out that you could use Twitter to like, I don't know, find dissidents. Find people who are tweeting about that and go shoot them and their families in the face. Interesting <laughs> how we had this massive public protest last year mm. in America and one of the major things going around is like, don't fucking post pictures. Yeah. Because to post a picture is to be a narc, whether that's, that's right. not your intention at all. Yeah. But there's so much software that can go into that and just find your face from that and link you up and, and it's never been something i bought anyway there have always been new forms of communications the fucking telegraph if mm -hmm. you think technology by itself which is a functionally neutral object can be liberatory you're a moron we have to do the hard work there's more lib brain mm -hmm. of thinking the obama brain thinking we can just invent our way out of something yep. inventions don't change the underlying power dynamics the underlying dynamics that marx pointed out of owning the means of production we have to do the hard work of liberation. Stop pretending. Stop pretending you can invent your way out of it. You can't. It's impossible. You can't invent freedom. Very well said. That was very good. Uh, one final little data point from that that I thought yes. was just so funny and terrible and horrifying is like all this data they're collecting, despite mm, the fact that it has yeah. very specific details about you, is ostensibly supposed to be anonymized. That sure. like your name is not attached to it. It's mm -hmm. just a string of numbers. So the yeah. fact the fact that it's all the data points of you, it is not in fact have your name right. attached to it. Uh, but a, in an interview with Motherboard in 2020, one of the people who worked for this very company, Babel Street, that the IRS mm -hmm. has contracted with, uh, just said, he's like, yeah, it's trivial to attach real names to that to the point where, like, <laughs> we would do it for fun in the company. Oh God. Um, just like playing darts or bingo. Yeah, yeah. They, it's just because once you have all that, the name is the least important part right. of that information. No, of course, right. So, so the, the sort of faux anonymization of your data does not exist. Well, my name... Because your name isn't Zachary Allard, really. Mm -hmm. My name isn't Zachary Allard. There's a hockey player in Canada who's much more attractive and successful than me named Zachary Allard. There's a, there's a Power Ranger named Michael Taylor. That's cool. <laughs> That's way cooler than mine. I know. To the point where I get followed sometimes from people who uh, 
are just really big Power Rangers fans. <laughs> it's very you. funny. Good for you guys found each other. Yeah, I wish I was a Power Ranger. But like the difference between me and that guy is his social, all the money he uh-huh. has, his life. Yeah, all, yeah. That's actually hotness. Who we, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Height. Yeah. Uh, I'm much skills, ta- I'm much talents, taller. abilities. <laughs> uh, being married to Elijah Cuthbert, maybe. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> if he's a hockey player, there's a, there's a chance. There, there, there literally is. Um, all that to say, so yeah, like your name doesn't matter because they have like your fucking social. Who gives a shit? Yeah, I don't know. This, you know, what this also makes me think of, and, and I know, you know, I don't know how much longer we're gonna go today, but it makes me think of like other lib brain shit that we haven't talked about as much. Mm-hmm. Lawyering mm-hmm. that I do think so much of liberalism is doing the evil shit, mm-hmm. right? Okay, we're doing a fascism. Yeah, that's determined. That's decided. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why that's just how government works, baby. Yeah, that's that is how things get done. But the difference between Republicans and Democrats, Republicans just want to do a January 6th riot. They're just like, we're yeah. just going to do it. Mm-hmm. We're just going to do the thing. We're going to hang Mike Pence, which, you know, I'm against that. Um, and, <laughs> and, you know, we're going to do all these things. Uh, and they just don't care about the paperwork. Mitch yeah. McConnell doesn't give a shit about the paperwork. The difference is Democrats, the Obamas of the world, are like, man, we really want to torture this guy mm-hmm. who, like, is a 17-year-old goat farmer who can't read. I really want to be able to zap his testicles. But I think it's wrong but what if we got 17 guys who went to Cornell Law? Tell mm. us why it's okay. Yep. That's the difference. That's the difference. The IRS is just like, okay, we want to be able to violate the Fourth Amendment. Uh-huh. How do we do it? Just buy it from somebody else who yep. already violated it. Yeah, who's already way ahead of you in the violation of your rights game. God, libs love lawyering evil shit. God, it is insanely upsetting. Uh, how (laughs) the thing that we use to communicate and find each other is now going to be used to hunt us down. Quite literally, that is what the IRS is doing, is using your data to hunt you down. It's not great. It's not great. (laughs) It's not great, especially as we all know when the ultra-rich pay no taxes. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird that we live in a world where uh, the IRS is spending money to get better at hunting you, the person with no fucking money, uh, than, you know, the guy with all the money who is also doing the bad things. Yeah, I think that, like, 2021 is a very, in some ways, even more clarifying than the Trump years. Yeah. It's been actually really nice to have a Democrat in office for, like, to explain to libs Hmm. that, like, I think. See, I I feel I'm on the other side of it where the libs are just fully blinded by the the rhetoric. And they just just like that the guy says the nice things and it doesn't matter that he doesn't fucking do any of them. Yeah. but it is it is helpful, I think, to be able to say like, no, listen, this will not save you. I promise. Look at it. Look at it not yeah. saving yeah, you. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and you can see that. But I, yeah, just to bring that home. Yes. Governments didn't build the Silk Road. No. And we need to remember that. Like it is always the corporations that do it, and governments mm. have always just been the muscle for businesses in the end. Like there have been moments certainly across history where that has not been totally the case, but for a very, very long time now, why did America uh, go to war? Well, it, in part because we had a lot of business interests to protect yeah. there. Like, uh, why, do, why do we go fight? Because we want our oil companies. Why do we overthrow like South American democracies? Because the banana plantations yeah. are run by five people in New York and we wanna make sure they keep getting their profits. Why like, are we fighting the Nazis and also doing business with the Nazis with the guys in our government doing business with them? Oh yeah, this yeah. Is business. Why is Alan Dulles smuggling Nazis out? Because Alan Dulles was part of that business crew and they all were working together with the Nazis already. <laughs> And they liked that system. They wanted to make sure the Nazis stayed okay so they could keep making money with them. I don't think people know how easy, how possible it was that if America didn't speak English, we would, or if Britain had allied with Nazi Germany, which was a very real possibility mm-hmm. at different times, that we would have definitely fought on the Axis side. We oh. definitely would have allied with, with them in World War II. Certainly, uh, certainly there was a wide swath of the people in power in america that wouldn't be much happier fighting with yeah. germany than against it and we see that in part because they were so quick to be like okay cool but we all agree communists are the real problems right yeah. like Instantly. russia fought and died millions and millions dead oh to try God. to stop the nazis yeah. but they're the real problem and <laughs> no before the war had even ended they were already doing the pivot to like okay but like let's let's try to stop that communist shit right truly incredible stuff um is there anything else we want to say before we bring it home? I can talk a little bit about Zuckerberg, or we can just call it. I'd like to go to more weddings. Yeah, weddings <laughs> are cool. Weddings are cool. I think, like, the thing that I thought, I was like, man, I do miss being, like, look at a group of people. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was nice. Yeah, I, 
listen as we as we exist between one swell of COVID right. and I the know. next. You know, know, as we <laughs> as we take our shots and take our risks. I'm not recommending anyone do this, but I can say uh, it was good for my soul. Yeah, especially as someone who has tried to take this very seriously yes. uh, because I knew what a risk I was to others as much as mm. anything. Uh, it was really nice to be around people I love and uh, and also just a group of cool people. That was really fun. Turns out that's a helpful thing. It would be nice if anything in our society was structured to pr preserve that for us. It, it did make me think about that before. Like, we, we don't have to go too far on this, but that, like, man, it must have been nice in the before times. I mean, like, <laughs> community, like, you just knew everybody you grew up with forever. You guys, like, had us as community. You all knew each other. You had these other bonds. Mm -hmm. And then capitalism dissolves them. It's so hard to have that outside of a wedding. Yeah, yeah. The the bowling alone of it all is, like, yeah. the public square is just continually eroded. Uh it is nice to have a moment where you can get together with people that are all bonded. I, I think that's something we could we that could be a part of our pitch as, as we wind this episode to a close in the leftist movement. Be mm -hmm. like, we believe in community. Yeah. I think that's something that like a lot of people always talk about. Like communists are godless. Like they they want to get it's like capitalism's godless. Capitalism <laughs> wants you to be alone. Communism wants you to have friends, baby. Yeah, we want you to hey, listen. We want to have a bonfire. We want yeah. to invite you all. We want to toast marshmallows. And is it a cop car that's burning? Maybe. But we're sure. having a bonfire. Sure. We'll sing Kumbaya. It'll be really fun. That does sound nice. Yeah. And the international. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course. I learned French just for that. There you go. Yeah, I think we'll bring it home there for, Let's for do this it. week. Thank you guys so much for listening. Sorry for the delay on the pod. Uh, yeah. Uh, weddings are more important than podcasts, as it turns out. Um, yeah. But we're excited to be back. And we'll get back to our evangelical shenanigans real soon uh my name's zachary Allard. you can find me at zachary underscore Allard on twitter my name is michael Tabor. you can find me at michael Tabor. follow the pod at shitty underscore pod and you can see the discord link there if you want to talk to some other cool uh communist type folks in our discord thank you guys very much for listening we'll see you soon